Welcome to the Disreputable Podcast. My name is Brandon. I'm the co-host with Dean Curry. We're so excited that you're tuning in. We have so many things planned. You're in for a special treat. Over the next few episodes, you're going to hear different things about life, leadership, but you can count on this. It's probably going to be disreputable. So if for whatever reason you've already arrived, or people like you just as you are, maybe this isn't for you. But if you found yourself at some point with a disreputable reputation, then this podcast is for you. Thanks for listening. Hi everybody, welcome to the Disreputable Podcast. Here we are, man. It's it's the inaugural edition. Yeah, man. I'm so excited I for am this. Too. Yeah. Thank you for uh, doing it with me. And talk a little bit, B, about why we're sitting here today and how we can be an encouragement to other leaders out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hello to everyone. My name is Brandon Pirrett, uh local pastor here in Tacoma, Washington. And uh, I just, you know, podcasts are on the rise. And I think anybody that listens to podcasts is wanting to better their life in some way, you know, and I just kind of feel like a lot of people are doing it through the lens of everything that they have done right and everything that they have learned, you know, over the years in like the right way, you know, and I think a lot of times we we may not talk about how we've learned some things through our failures as well. And so I think the reason for maybe us doing this podcast together is to kind of talk through some things that maybe we've learned over time that we've that we've messed up on, right. you know, being vulnerable right. in certain situations and um, just kind of walking through that. Yeah, I, I'm, I admire people who can learn from success. Alone. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I think a lot of us, we just, we, we learn a lot more from the low moments. Because yeah. I guess we're paying attention more during failure than we are su- success. For sure. So that's what, for, for me, you know, I've been a leader. I'm, a, I'm pastoring with you here at a church we're just starting. It's called Our Church. Yeah. People can find it at ourchurch253.us. But I've been in this town being in the helping profession for 30 years, and wow. I've made a lot of mistakes. Seen yeah. had a lot of good days too, of course. But yeah, I, I think that uh, for me, I, I want to invest in young leaders like you. Yeah, thank other you. business people. I, I have friends from every walk of life: political leaders, civic leaders, business leaders, obviously leaders from the re- religious world. Right. So I'd love to. We're going to go through, and and it's going to be real. Yeah. And it's going to be candid. Yeah. And I hope so. Yeah, I think it'll be a help. Yeah, well, you know, what would you say, Dean, if you don't mind me asking, you know, you, you listen to a lot of podcasts. You know, what would be, what would, what, what would you think would be another reason why someone would tune in to this podcast with the fact that it's, the title of it is Disreputable? Right. Well, I think that, you know, the word disreputable means without reputation. And I've, I, I you know, lately in my life, I've been come under attack and all kinds of crazy stuff. And I think in, you know, there's something powerful happens when your reputation dies. Mm. You have nothing to lose. You have nothing to hide. You're <laughs> right. You are free. Yeah. And I kind of feel like I'm in a season where I can say exactly what I think because it couldn't possibly hurt my reputation. Right. 
I so I, I hope it's going to be candid. Yeah, it's going to be come from a place where, uh, you know, want, I want to take some of the dents and hurts and lessons learned from my low points, so that hopefully other leaders don't have to do it the hard way. Yeah, and I just was even thinking as you were talking, man. I mean, the gold, the wisdom. I know that we're kind of co-hosting this, but if we're just going to be honest with ourselves, it's probably going to be the majority of me asking you questions over and over and over again because for you to start out saying that you have been pastoring in one place for 30 years is already a testament to consistency, perseverance, um, and, and, and just the drive to keep going through adversity, which I think my generation and the generations to come know nothing about. Well, I, I, I think, you know, there's a, there's a phrase going around in the business world. It's this idea of reverse mentoring where people who have been on the road a little bit like me mm-hmm. are, are waking up to the fact that it's a whole new world and you, I, I need you yeah. and what you have to say because I don't understand the new world in the way that you do. Yeah. So, so when we say leadership, this is going to be a, a leadership podcast yeah. What is leadership to you, B? Yeah, I think leadership is. Con- I don't. I don't think, man. I want to say I know. I, I know that leadership is constantly growing. You know. Yeah. Over time, I've I felt like you know you could box leadership into being a, a definition or a phrase, and although I agree with that, and I mean, if you Googled what is leadership, I'm sure you'd find a million definitions. But leadership to me is constantly growing into being a better you. Yeah. Always developing, always continuing, always going, you know? It's not a job just it's not a job title. No. Lots of people are leaders that are stay-at-home moms or other everybody has this leadership capacity. Do you agree with that? I 100%. I think in so many times we put leadership as a destination. You know, once I get there, once I arrive, you know, air quotes, if you're not watching live, right. it's, it's like, that's, that's false. You know, yeah. leadership is developing you being a better you every single day. And there's a, I think there's tons of different ways that people can do that. You know? Yeah. How, how old were you when you figured that, you know what, I might be a leader? Yeah, it is a good question. I honestly think I was like six or seven. And the reason why I feel like that was because when it would be time to play kickball or, you know, t-ball or anything outside, uh, I was always the one rallying the kids. I was always the one telling people, hey, like, you play first. You go in the outfield. And my mom would literally tell me at some point, she would say, listen, Brandon, like, if you're not more kind to your friends, you're not going to have any friends. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, so, so I, maybe you're just bossy. Uh, I, you're, right. Maybe that's not a leader, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I did have to craft that gift a little bit. But it's kind of always, it's always been in me, you know? And, yeah. And I kind of just feel like I had to groom it. You know, and yeah. develop it more so that it wasn't so bossy. Right. But I see that in you. Yeah. Thanks, man. When when we how long have we known each other? Eight years. Yeah, I can remember sitting down at a, a metronome coffee with you and your bride Reagan yeah. and getting acquainted and thinking this guy's a natural leader. Yeah. That's the problem. I think that a lot of people have a conception of leadership that. It, that people who are naturally born with it, of course, they're leaders, but the rest of us, we could never attain that. Right. But you've honed your leadership ability. You've been building it. Yeah. You've been paying. You, what do you do? How do you pay attention? Do you pay attention to other leaders, or is it uh, is it podcasts? What What are some of the things that build you as a leader? Yeah, good question. Um, well, number one, I think leadership can be both caught and taught. So. Um, 
have studied leadership, mm-hmm. read books, listened to podcasts. But I've also, you know, you surround yourself with the people that you want to be like, too. Yeah. And I have learned so much just on leadership about being around you, being around uh, successful leaders. And so just being in your space, going on rides, going on trips, letting, you know, when you let me in your circle, just kind of not acting like I know everything, but being a listener, observing mm-hmm. how leaders lead. You know, so not only do I did what did I feel like I taught myself a little bit of it, but I caught it just being around it. And I also think mimicry is one of the greatest gifts. Um, and I learned that at a young age, just kind of being flexible in my life. Um, my uh, parents got divorced when I was younger. And so I always kind of felt like I had to be this and had to be there. And although it was a little bit traumatizing as a young kid, it really taught me the gift of of being adaptable. And so I've just kind of learned, I, I honestly feel like I can walk into any environment and I can adapt to the people that are in that room. And I feel like, I feel like that is a gift. And I learned that through, through mimicry of just kind of watching people and seeing how they do things and continuing to grow in that. Yeah. When you, when you met, mentioned mimicry, this, this is something I think talking about this disreputable podcast being candid. Yeah. I think a lot of people want a title. Yes. To be a leader, and they're not going to consider themselves a leader till they get an office, they get a name plate, you know, they get some kind of something. Yeah. But to me, if you want to be a leader, find somebody who you think is a leader and start mimicking. Yeah. What they do. Yeah. Uh, when I when I was just getting started, I identified a leader here in town. He happened to be a Jesus freak. Yeah. And I I bought shirts like he wore. Yeah. You know? Yeah, one hundred percent. And I, I would studied how he walked. I would walk how he walked literally physically. Yeah. Because I didn't know where else to start. Right. And then you, you find yourself like evolving and growing and sharpening and some parts you trim away, like, Oh, that's not me. It's doesn't didn't feel authentic. Right. But other things when I did it, like, okay, yeah, that feels like me. Yeah. So to start to start, if if I were if I were sitting with a young leader who's eighteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old, right. I would say, hey, find somebody you admire, even if that's somebody on a national level, like a Jeff Bezos or a Bill Gates or a Elon Musk, or if you're a religious leader, yeah, maybe that's the Dalai Lama or Pope Francis or a Brian Houston, sure, uh, you know, and and start gleaning. Yeah. mimicking, growing that way. Yeah, I know we're talking a lot on, on leadership, and I just feel like at some point this idea between leadership and disreputable, it, at some point it collides. And this is where I'd like to pick your brain a little bit because I think a lot of um, successful entrepreneurs my age didn't get there by without failure. And, 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 and I think there's this new thing that we're teaching people, you know, is success doesn't look like failure. But, you know, success doesn't come, it doesn't feel like, unless you have fallen right. numerous amounts of times, yeah, you know. Right. So at what point do you feel like leadership and way, the way we explain disreputable collide, they come together? Yeah. Uh, well, I think there's a popular notion that leadership really means popularity, Mm. Right, <laughs> and that's the. To me, it's the once you get into real leadership, you yeah. realize that's nothing to do with popularity. The most hated man on the planet, right, is the leader of the free world. Right. I don't care whether it's this man or that man, the 
or a woman or whatever, when you become the president of the United States, half of America hates you. Right. And, and a bunch of the rest of the world. So to be a leader is to say, I think this is the best way. And the minute you do that, there's going to be people who say, you're not the person to do it, and that's not the best way. So to be a leader is not a popularity contest, the exact opposite. It's an exercise in building up a thick skin. Mm. So leadership is thick skin, tender heart. I like it. A lot of people in our culture do the opposite. They do a thin skin, hard heart. Mm. To protect themselves. Yeah. Yeah, because they want to be popular. Right. So when they find out they're not popular, they're hurt by every attack, every critique. Mm. You look at you look at leadership. It's making decisions. It's right. taking risks. You can't take a risk without failing. Right. You can't take failure without criticism. Right. So to be disreputable, you, you don't. It's not a goal to be disreputable. It's something you know that with somebody at some time, they're going to say he is not the person she is not the person and this is why wow so you, you just have to keep going right through that and uh talk to your people mm. you don't talk to the people that don't believe in you you talk to the people that do right because life everybody has a somebody out there that needs them i, mm. I mean this is a theology statement more than a philosophy but i believe that you have a circle of influence that needs you, and without your voice, mm-hmm. it's just going to be hard for those people. So, so you have it. Your wife has it. Right. You know, we're sitting here in a, in a business doing this. This business has a role here. Yeah. You know, everybody has an impact zone. Yeah, absolutely. You know, theologically, I think when we've chatted, and we can let some of the listeners in on that, we we've talked about that. At sometimes, people would say, based upon the decisions that you make, like you're a disgrace like that is a disgrace yeah. and as we were chatting a few months ago you were just kind of talking about which was so enlightening to me that we don't even i don't we but i nor you we don't even believe that theologically yeah, right. but yet we've used that before yeah this is a this is an example the idea of being disgraced is an example of how the culture has changed religious people instead of religious people changing the culture hmm. Because the culture says disgraced. As soon as somebody says bad, something bad about you, you are disgraced. Or literally that word means to with, withdraw your grace. Wow. But if, if you read the New Testament and the teachings of Jesus of Nazareth, that's impossible. Right. He, you know, he, his grace is uncon... He, he knew what you were going to do. He right. knew who you really were. Right. So it's, it's impossible for your behavior to disgrace you. It can make you disreputable or without reputation right but it can't make you without grace and if people knew that be yeah they they wouldn't run from religion the reason people run from religion and run from religious leaders Mm -hmm. is we don't even believe what the book says wow right yeah so as soon as we hear somebody might have done maybe did kind of did certainly did whatever whatever that accusation happens to be right we say Stay away from them. They're not good. They're not. It's it's like wow. No wonder nobody wants to attend your gathering, right? Or be around you, your family, yeah. or whatever. Because these are all values that are driven from someone's family, for or, sure, you know, for who they are. Look at, look at. We all know friends that are, have been living in addiction, right? Right. And people's reflex is once once Sue, Bob, Bill, Carrie, whatever their name is, yeah. Once 
once they've done something disreputable, been arrested, they're admitted they're a junkie or whatever, everybody withdraws. Right. So these people are isolated and hurting and lonely. Yeah. Man, that that's not that's not the book, first of all. Yeah. But it's not great leadership either. Yeah. So disreputable means I can take it as a leader, but it also means as a leader I go toward people that are disreputable. I don't run away. Mm. We're like the firemen, you know, at nine eleven when the when the building's burning and everybody else is running. Yeah. We run in when everybody's running out. Absolutely. And because we're not afraid of people who are disreputable. Right. Jesus wasn't. There are all kinds of stories. We don't have to go too deep into right. the book. But Jesus was criticized frequently for being around men and women who mm. were of uh, poor behavior and poor reputation and yeah. every combination thereof. Yeah. So at some point as a leader, you're going to make a decision and it's going to, and it's going to be held in the perception of somebody else, yeah. and they're going to decide, now I can do that better or somebody else can do that better. It's inevitable. I was, And listen, the more people are angry at you, the b- bigger and better leader you are. Yeah, that's good. Right? I mean, Absolutely. If, if two people think you're disreputable, your, your circle of influence isn't very big. Right. You know? Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily have to be mistakes that you have made as much as it's the perception of the decisions based upon someone else. Right. And I, I, I think I, I think that's exactly right. And we live in a culture that is so interested in grooming a an image, whether right. it's Insta or Snapchat or whatever, Facebook. Right. This presenting, this is who Bill is. This is who Jim is. This is who, you know, Jessica is. Right. That... We're, we're afraid like what what if right what if people oh yeah it's not what if people will yeah presume the worst and say the worst and accuse the worst and you just have to say okay what am i about correct what you can correct yeah listen to what you because we all know mm-hmm. sometimes our uh, critics are our b- best friends in that way because they they give us uh, feedback we need yeah but Go on. Yeah. Lead your family. Lead your business. Yeah. Lead lead whatever endeavor you're called to and do the best you can. Yeah, that's so good. I can remember my uh, my parents sitting me down. I would say I was 18 or 19. I just graduated, and I wasn't quite sure if I was going to do college yet, and I was still kind of living foolishly. And, um, and I was just torn in between a ton of decisions, which I feel like a lot of people are. They don't know the decisions to make because they're so concerned about what people are going to think and the judgment and all the stuff that comes with it, which would – you know, be the perception of somebody else to be disreputable. And I can remember my parents looking at me, and I did not understand it when I was 19, but I literally in the past five years understood what they said 10 years ago. And it was this quote, be understanding while being misunderstood until people understand. And when I w- Say it one more time. I love that. Be understanding mm-hmm. while being misunderstood until people understand. Gold. And I thought to myself, like, what are you talking about? Like, be understanding while being misunderstood. And the moment that you make a decision that somebody disagrees with and they have something to say about it, you're misunderstood. Yeah. And to your point, it's like, how do I, un- how do I, how am I still understanding in that process yeah. without letting it get to me yeah. or challenge me to, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll make the other decision so you're happy, you know? Because we live in a society where, pe- where people are people pleasers, mm-hmm. you know? They For want sure. people to accept them and, and affirm them. So, yeah. you know, maybe there's somebody out there today, and 
man, the wisdom, the knowledge, the creativity that's inside of you. And, and, and they're sitting, they're tuning in. They've, they've, you know, for the last 15 minutes, man, you know, they've kind of listened to us and, and, and they're kind of going through it, you know, they're, they're in the, the mix of it all. And they feel like maybe they feel disreputable uh-huh. or they're not quite sure if they're a leader or not. You know, right. how would you encourage somebody in that, whether they're 18 or 58? Well, I would say, say yes, say yes to responsibility because there's no way to become a leader without it. Wow. And, and so if, if you see somebody needs, needs help with, uh, in, in a category say yes take on more responsibility right because i think a lot of people want to the outcome of being a leader without the input of responsibility mm-hmm. so if you really if you're listening to me say how do i get started take responsibility say you'll set up the chairs for an event say that you'll make 10 calls for a po- political leader right uh, so that's step one responsibility number two make a promise and keep it mm. because People need confidence. And the only way, self-confidence is a very simple equation. Mm-hmm. It goes like this. You believe in you because mm-hmm. you made a promise and kept a promise to yourself. If I say to you, hey, I'll see you at 11 a.m., we're going to do the podcast, and then I don't show up, right? tomorrow you, you won't believe my promise or you'll believe it less. Yeah, That's exactly what happens when we make and break promises to ourselves. Wow. So a lot of people want to be a leader. Maybe they even have some responsibility, but they don't believe them. Mm. you got to make a promise to yourself and keep it. I'm going to get up at 8. Get up at 8. I'm not going to eat any carbs today. Don't eat any carbs today. Right. You know, just pretty yeah. simple, small things, because then you, then you believe in you. Yeah. And you're ready to make other people believe in you. Yeah. So those are two quick things, I would say. Yeah, awesome. Well, man, we did it. Yeah. Episode one. Yeah. Uh, what, what, you know, this was kind of a dream that we kind of put together. Mm-hmm. Maybe what can people expect over the next couple episodes of our Disreputable podcast that they might be able to, why would they tune in, you know, in the next yeah. couple of weeks? I think something? it'll be practical, B. Yeah. I think it'll be, again, candid. I want people to know that we're not going to gloss over stuff. We're going to give it to people straight. Yeah. So if you want a brief, concise, challenging, practical, uh, little leadership lesson the two of us are going to talk about it yeah awesome yeah okay well we'll see you next time on the disreputable podcast yeah